All right, what is happening? Let's get to a weekend recap. Recapping last week's picks. Also have a few thoughts on uh, some handicapping. So uh, last weekend, we were 1-3 overall. On Saturday, we were 1-1. One one. We won with the St. Louis Cardinals, lost in Wimbledon with Francis Tiafo, and then on Sunday, 0-2 with Atlanta and Minnesota. So 1-3 on the weekend. Uh, remember, the first Monday of each month, we go over all the numbers, records, stuff like that. But 1-3, not that many picks, just uh, kind of float along with a few picks. But uh, we'll have some more coming up this weekend. But 1-3 last weekend. Um, interesting stuff, though, because Sunday we were obviously 0-2. We had uh, the loss with Atlanta, plus 115, and the loss with Minnesota, minus 150. And it, you know, a lot of times we have blowout wins, blowout losses, and they're usually not much to think of. Because if you look at things in a pattern of distribution or like in any like normal distribution, you know, if the let's say the the Broncos are minus three against the uh, Texans, well, what you're going to see is a lot of outcomes are going to be around that three. The Broncos are going to win 24-21 a lot of the time, and then they're going to win by four and five and six. And then the the bigger that margin gets, the less likely those outcomes are, right? So, so sometimes we're going to get crazy wins, crazy losses, just based on outcomes and how probability works. I mean, sometimes it's just going to happen. More times than not, it's going to fall right around what the spread is, what the outcome is projected to be. So, What's interesting is, you know, this weekend, Atlanta, Minnesota, those were two blowout losses. Those were not good for us. But normally it's like, yeah, you just, you move on. This is a situation where we don't just move on for one reason. I had a a discussion, a meeting with someone who I've been working with a lot more recently. And we talk about baseball almost exclusively, this like new partner of mine. And I know that I I mentioned before, I don't really work with anyone. This is sort of a newish thing. It's sort of developed in the last six, six to eight months or so. He doesn't like me to talk about him, and we've worked more and more the more the season's gone on. It only took about six years, six and a half years for, my, for me to find someone who I can work with and trust, but either way, he gave me some really interesting numbers about the game before the All-Star break, and we can go into this next year because there's no point in, I don't want to ruin this edge for me right now, and there's no, no point in me talking about it since the, the moment it's passed, but the point is, there's some really interesting non- baseball statistic things to look for when handicapping the last day before the all-star break. And I'm going to admit, I try to do some of this myself. And you go like, okay, which teams really want the break right now? Which teams are going to try hard? Which teams want to finish strong? But I'm going to be honest with me and probably with a lot of you out there. It was just speculation. I'm like, oh, of course, Minnesota's going to want to finish strong. They're in a tight race right now, the blah, 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 whatever. You can make up all these reasons in your head, but I was probably just backing an earlier preconceived notion that I already had subconsciously. And I know it's getting a little deep here with this whole thing, but the point is we all do this. We all come up with these reasons of, oh, of course they're going to be motivated or of course they're not going to be motivated when really a lot of the time it's just speculation. Okay. So what this individual brought me, the information he brought me was how to look and view teams at that game before the all-star break. It's totally different than I was doing. It's totally this unique, completely different approach And it's funny because, look, it sucks because we didn't have that information, right? And we wish we did. But it's interesting because a lot of pros out there, myself included, I didn't even know about this stuff. I didn't even know these numbers existed. I didn't even know about this form of handicapping. It's totally different. So it's interesting to me that this can be out there. Someone's using it to their advantage, and I didn't even know about it. See, for me, I'm okay if you and I look at the same information same whatever, we just disagree on a quarterback or an offensive line and, and I lose a game with a good, thorough handicap and thorough math. 
I'm totally fine with that. That happens all the time. What I'm not okay with is losing because I didn't even have access to the same information or data other people have access to. And this introduced me to this new wave of handicapping these types of games where motivation's a big deal. I think we're going to use this a lot in bowl games, bowl season for college football, right? This whole different sort of motivational approach. But either way, I thought that was just something to bring up because... Um, I didn't have access to those numbers. I was kind of agitated when I learned about it, but it's it's really interesting that this exists. And it's, it, it, I think it's a good reminder that there's so many different ways to do this. And we all fall in love with our way, especially if you're successful doing this. We all fall in love with our system and our process and our math and our approach. And I will admit I'm as guilty as anyone. Because I'm very skeptical to work with new people or find any new approach. But the the reality is, if I'm going to keep doing a good job at this, I have to inevitably change. Look at the last six years. When I first started doing this compared to right now, it's crazy how much stuff has changed. Imagine what's going to happen in the next six years and six years after that. And I want to be doing this in 12 years. So I'm going to have to change. And it's things like this that, that open my eyes to that. And I say, okay, okay, I understand A how it's done now and or this different approach and B, how I can incorporate it in different ways. So this is a constant learning process. You know, I think that the moment you ever think that you're the best at this and, and you, you know, you have everything to, to teach and nothing to learn, it's not a good place to be in, I think, for anything, but specifically something as difficult and complex and deep as sports betting. So uh, appreciate you listening and we'll talk to you next time right here on Sports Betting Daily.